Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Shaking baseball family, we got Brig here with the Bradmaster over on my this side, and we're really excited that you're here for the Thursday Night Live of the Baseball Together podcast. How are you, Mr. Brad? I'm good, Brig. How are you doing tonight? I am Besides having just won a dance-off. <laughs> I did just win a dance-off. <laughs> you did. <laughs> it didn't take long. <laughs> oh, no. I like winning dance-offs, especially when nobody else can see it. All right. <laughs> baseball family we're glad you're here with us as i said earlier we're gonna dive in and get uh, get going on what you can expect for this weekend on your betting odds and things like that and the series we think you should uh, be watching and paying attention to but before we do that we're gonna get into some current events so let's recap the trade deadline the trade deadline was very interesting this year, and I feel like it was much quieter than any of us really expected it to be. There were some big deals, there were a lot of things that happened, but there were some disappointments, and uh, I feel like we ended up with a more balanced and more reasonable trade deadline when I I was expecting a more splashy, more exuberant trade deadline. How did you feel about it overall? I felt like it happened about how I thought it was going to. There are a lot of teams that needed bats, so there, I didn't think there would be a lot of bats moved. But I did the math last week, Brig, and there was like there's like 18 teams competing for a playoff spot right now. Yeah. So uh, those other 12 teams, I didn't feel like had a whole lot of pieces to move. Like some of them did, yeah, like the White Sox, absolutely, because they should not be this bad. Right, same right. thing with the Cardinals. Cardinals, yeah. But other than that, though, I didn't feel like there was a whole lot to go around, and so I wasn't super surprised. It was pretty quiet. There was a flurry of moves there, like at like an hour before, hour and a half before, right? Yeah, of um, course. So I thought that was, I thought that was all. It was interesting there at the end, but mostly pitching. Not a lot of bats moved, yeah. and that was kind of what I was thinking was probably going to happen. Yeah, okay, so let's get into it, because there were some things that were fascinating, fascinating. Quite. The first is that the Mets traded Justin Verlander back to the Astros, and uh, <laughs> Brad's going to take over while I do this. <laughs> you did call it. That's such a funny move, because he, he willingly left during the offseason, right? Yes. And the Astros were like, no, 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 no. 
come back. We want you still. And he's, I wonder if he's just like, ah, it's better than what I'm doing right now. So yeah, the devil, you know, right. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was fascinating. And, uh, uh, we'll see what happens. He still got it. So I'm not worried about it. Um, sporadically, it is sporadic, but it's still there. It is still there. Maybe he goes back home, you know, maybe he sees the trophy or the statue out front with his name on it or whatever he gets <laughs> in his head. And, you know, we'll see. So there's that. Um, the Phillies traded Tigers all-star Michael Lorenzen and, or at it. They, they, they got him. They acquired Michael yes, Lorenzen. <laughs> I think that's interesting. Do you think that's what the Phillies need? Is that enough for the Phillies? No. No, no. Trey Turner no, forgot how to play that. baseball. That's what they need. They need him to remember how to play baseball. Yeah, yeah. I was so, a little bit confused as to why the Phillies only picked up one real. That, that was move. one of the things I was saying before the deadline. Is like I don't think the Phillies need to make a move. They need the talent to click. That's what they mm-hmm. need. And and adding a guy like Lorenzen, like yeah, he's a good pitcher. He's an all star, but it's not. It's not. He's not going to put him over the top. He's not necessarily going to move the needle. I don't feel like. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel. Okay. The Orioles acquired right-hander Jack Flaherty from the Cardinals. Now, this one, I feel like, is going to have some pop on the end of that deal. Yeah, I like that one a lot. This was a good move for the Birds. I really am excited for them. I was shocked because this is going to make them a better team. I don't feel like management wants that, but they did it anyway. They did it. And the Cardinals uh, made the right choice because they need right. to shore up for wh- whenever the next time is. Yep. The Marlins. This is this is the, what the Marlins did was I think the most surprising. But the Marlins added uh, Jake Berger um, and Josh Bell. They picked up Jake Berger and Josh Bell. One from the White Sox, the other from the Cleveland's baseball club. Boy, Josh Bell, can we just lament his little half of the years really quick? Well, it's weird because it's like all the fans want him. Yeah. But man, no no team wants him, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, don't I don't know. It's odd. Unserviceable first baseman. He's just, I think he's fallen from the grace he established early, and I think that's the problem. He's not the pirate. He's not, this is not Pittsburgh, Josh Bell. No, no, it's not. And you know that's okay. I just anyway, okay. D backs get Tommy Pham from the Mets. Um, that's that's fascinating. I think that has to do with some injuries, but I think it has. Uh, yes, yes. I think that's what it is. It has to do with some. I mean, injuries. In summation, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, again, it's not a move that's going to move the needle, um, but he'll he'll fill some holes. That'll be fine. Blue Jays traded for Cardinals Paul DeJong and after Bo Bichette was injured. And the Bo Bichette injury is not a small thing for them in any stretch. So Right. So so officially officially they diagnosed it as patellar tendinitis. So he's headed to the IL. He's going to be out for a little while. That sucks. Um, That sucks. Like that's a crappy injury. Um, I think think Paul DeJong is going to be a good – a good fill gap for them. And no, honestly, I it's Dijon. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> like Dijon mustard. <laughs> it's Dijon Paul. <laughs> Dijon Paul. <laughs> but 
<laughs> but no, I, I don't know if they're going to keep him around going forward or if during the offseason they're going to deal him and be like, we Thanks, that's our pitching because that's yeah. what we need. The Padres, the Friars, they added Rich Hill and G-Man Choi from the Pirates. I have made very, very explicit that I think G-Man Choi is fantastic. I have been saying that for years. I think he keeps getting the shaft. Well, he, and he I keeps think he getting keeps better, better at the same time. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So I'm very excited for G-Man Choi. Um, and because of that, for the Pirates, Rich Hill still got it. He's 39 or whatever, 48 or some He's kind like of 142. I, think. I don't know. All I know is that I will forever be calling him Rich over the hill. Rich over the hill. <laughs> yeah. The Brewers traded for reliever Andrew Chaffin, Chaffin, Chaffin from the D-backs. Chaffin. Chaffin. <laughs> Andrew Chaffin. <laughs> Ah, uh, and that's that's pretty much, uh, you know, those. Are so the it, ones to me, it was funny. It's funny that he was dealt on. I think that was on Monday. Maybe it was Tuesday that happened. Anyway, I think it's funny that he was dealt then because Saturday he almost blew the save entirely yeah. for the D backs against the Mariners, and uh, it, he didn't look good. So I think there's like get him out. He needs to yeah. be done. So yeah. Yeah, not really. Well, and he'll but... end up at the Brew Crew, and I don't know what that's going to be like for them um, or him. Yeah, I'm not sure. It'll be yeah, interesting, though. Be... Yeah, interesting move for the Brewers, but they have like a famously strong bullpen. So correct, and we'll that's not a coincidence. They have a famously strong bullpen development team and coaching staff and ability to manage and all of that. You don't just get great arms after great arms. You keep them, right. you manage them, you develop them. So bravo. And I think that, that, that if, if he needs help, that it's a good place to go to get help. Yeah, it is. Yep, for sure. But Brig, my question for you is what happened to the Yankees at the trade deadline? Did Brian Cashman like sleep through his power nap alarm and like <laughs> miss? That's today. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> So instead, he's going to trade for a cup of dirt. I mean, I'm not saying that Ken Middleton's a cup of dirt, but it was not a good trade. I'm sorry. I don't understand. it. And Aaron Boone, I think it was Aaron Boone the other day, came out and said, you know, if it wasn't for those strikeouts, I I felt like we put together some pretty good at-bats and we ground through some. And it was like 70% of the at-bats. Like, <laughs> they had three we, innings, three innings of putting the ball in play. <laughs> and you're not and even guaranteed like, to make all of those competitive. <laughs> no, and, and not even statistically possible to make all of those competitive if it's all jammed together like that. So, okay, all of Yankee fandom is livid at these comments and... I have not gone to look at what John Boy's uh, post-game interview with with Boone might have been, but I I don't want it. It would probably just make me mad one way or the other. Either they soft-shoot him uh, and and didn't come after him like they should have, or he gave another BS answer. I don't know. (laughs) No idea. (laughs) The point is, to your question, I don't know what happened. I don't know. There are holes. The holes need to be filled. There's a surplus in areas. There's a bunch of dead weight. If we were going to compete, to, well, to me, the guys what, playing with concussions apparently for two months. Uh, yeah. Okay. What? Okay. All right. Let me. Okay. 
Thank you for bringing that up. I got to say this. So for those of you who aren't tracking, apparently Anthony Rizzo has been playing with a concussion for at least two months, and they've tracked it back to an, a, a, a collision on a check throw back to first base or something like that. The end of uh, May with, with Fernando Tatis. May, Fernando Tatis Jr. In the, uh, it, was it at Petco Park? I feel like it was a – maybe it was I think so. Stadium. I think it was at I don't Petco. Know. The point is he gets banged in the head. Um by Fernando Tatis Jr.'s leg, and they're saying that that's likely the event that caused Anthony Rizzo to have a concussion. So here we are, two months later, 60 days later, and we're Plus. wondering, we're all wondering what's going on with the Yankees. It, is, it makes no sense to anybody. But if, if that injury was known by the staff, front office, whatever, and nothing was done about it, I guarantee you that that is going to put ruffles in the feathers of every other professional athlete in the clubhouse. Yes. Now, it would be different if Rizzo didn't say anything. He's a team guy. He's going to step up and do it. What, you know, work through it or whatever. That's entirely possible. But it is interesting that there we have a correlation between what in the crap is happening in the clubhouse in New York that's resulting in this awful performance. And two, we have don't tell anybody from somebody the possibility that maybe what is said is don't tell anybody we cannot lose you or something. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. But, but it's if, a bad look. It's a bad, look. bad, bad news. And explains a lot because I actually saw a graphic the other day that said that Anthony Rizzo right now is worse than Joey Gallo ever was as a Yankee. And oh. that explains all of it. That would absolutely explain explains it. every bit of it. 100%. So but is this why guys don't like playing in New York? Are they not being taken care of? Are they not being listened to? Is this because that's possible. At this point, right. with this many guys who've bailed or have been moved out and been and then said they were grateful to have been moved or whatever, mm -hmm. even intimated that maybe they're happy to have left New York, maybe there is something in the waterhole that's poisoning everything. Maybe. I don't know. Could be. I mean, her, Domingo Herman goes on the, 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 what does he get? He gets a what do they call it? I don't remember. A leave of absence or something. He's something going like to rehab for alcohol abuse, which I fully support, by the way. I did that. Right. I think it's a great yeah. thing. So, And I'm glad that the team is behind him and appears to be supportive, at least on the PR side of things. Why would they want to look any different? But what it comes down to is maybe there is a systemic problem in New York. You can't have all of these things that look like a duck and walk like a duck and quack like a duck and call tell me it's not a duck. The end. Let's move across town. What do we make of the Mets right now, Brad? <laughs> so, so this whole year has been so weird, and obviously they're selling. They sold at the deadline, right? The thing that was crazy to me, though, is that they straight up told Max Scherzer because he said after they moved Robertson, right? We talked about this last week or earlier this week about how he's like, I got to talk to management and find out what's going on. Right. And yeah. he's, and they told me straight up said, 
We're going to take a step back next year and build for the next year. And then next thing you know, Scherzer's gone. Verlander's gone. They said that Francisco Lindor was on board. I don't know that Pete Alonso is necessarily on board, but he's still got club control, so they don't have to do anything with him, right? So I don't know, man. It's a whole – it is a hot mess. And Steve Cohen is finding out the hard way that you cannot buy a World Series anymore because he's paying other teams – more than what like half the league is paying their own team. Yeah. He is. <laughs> it's bananas. It's, it's bananas. Uh they got swept by the Royal. <laughs> they got swept by the Royals. <laughs> oh, I couldn't even I read love that. when you read stuff like that for the first time, Brick. <laughs> that was fantastic. It's a shock in your face and in your voice. <laughs> perfect. Swept by the Royals. Let's move on to something. But let's move on. We're running out of time. So let's move on right, to something yeah, yeah. exciting. Framber Valdez, Framber, Framber, tossed a no-no uh, for the Astros. It's his first. I'll get to the punchline. It's his first no-hitter. It's the 16th no-hitter in Astros history, which is a relatively short history if you look at the timelines. Right. That's the third no-hitter overall this year, which I think is also very exciting. We're wondering a, a something in just a minute. But, Brad, he did it in 93 pitches. It's amazing. He did it in 93 pitch. I was standing there. Whole, I had my phone out like this. I was at the park. And I was like, I was with the kids are running around. And I'm like, my sister, I'm like, look, look what's happening. You should have said like, it out loud, Brig. I was I, I texted our group. I said, Framber Valdez is throwing a no-hitter. Tell your friends. <laughs> this can't happen. Tell your friends. <laughs> tell everyone. Shout it from the rooftops. <laughs> Not me. I was like. Giving her the, you know, come on, we got a card race here. I'm in a division race yeah. here, Brig. Sorry, man. It was so exciting, <laughs> and it was exciting anyway because no hitters are super cool. But right, yeah. it was exciting because when I turned it on, he'd only thrown like 85 pitches. Like when oh, I got, because wow. I was busy doing kid stuff. So when I got right, the yeah, notification, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I got to turn it on. Yeah. So I turned it on, and he was, you know, sub 100, and I thought, whoa. And then he kept it sub 100. It was masterful. It had to have been. Yeah. Question is, are the Astros back? We don't know. Brad's going to read us yes, this thing, I and then we're going to move on. All right, I'm going to tell you about uh, versus game baseball family. Remember, we're always asking you about what you guys think about the topics we talk about on the show. Now you have a quick and easy way to do it. Because we have partnered with Versus Game to bring you games where you can make real, actual money by participating in polls, trivia, and predictions. So if you're on the winning side of one of these games, you will win actual, real dollar-dollar bills. Play for free or buy ticket bundles to win more money faster and play against other listeners and Versus Game users. Head over to btpod.onversus.com on your mobile browser. That's where you will find our games. And... uh, have a whole lot of fun doing it. Again, that's btpod.onversus.com is where you can sign up and play versus game with us. That's right. Baseball family, don't forget you can check out the big show every Tuesday morning. It comes out at like some ridiculous hour at 3 a.m. Eastern or something like that. And we do that so that you can listen to it on your commute. That is a great way to interact with us. We are available everywhere you podcast, but the best way to interact with us is on YouTube. Don't forget to hit the like, subscribe button for up-to-date content on everything we drop. Brad, let's get into the national TV schedule. We are cooking with gas heat tonight. Friday, Apple TV Plus will show the Astros at the Yankees. That's at 7.05 Eastern. (laughs) 
The Astros <laughs> are 62 and 47. The Yankees are 56 and 52 by some miraculous stroke of something. Uh, that's at 7.05 p.m. Eastern Apple TV Plus on Friday. The other game on Apple TV Plus on Friday will be at 6.40 p.m. Eastern. The Rays are 66 and 45, still doing incredibly well. The Tigers are 48 and 60, still doing incredibly poorly. 6.40 p.m. Eastern Apple TV Plus. Brad, tell us about Saturday. Saturday, the only games you have on Saturday are going to be on FS1 at 4.10 p.m., You've got the Blue Jays at the Red Sox. The Blue Jays are 16-49. The Red Sox are 57-51 and hot. Red mm-hmm. hot. Right, meow. So that's going to be a great series. The other game is going to be 8.40 p.m. Eastern time. That's the Dodgers at the Padres. The Dodgers are 61-45. The Padres are 54-55. and 55. They are only four games back in the wild card right now. And also, I wouldn't say they're hot, but they're heating up. So look out for the Padres. It's getting warm. Yeah, it definitely uh, Fox, is. Fox games are now Thursday night, which is right now, instead of Saturday. So Fox is getting ready for football. That's the shift that happens every year. Uh, we're very upset, but we're very happy for those of you that watch football. Sunday, your wake up in baseball, unless you want to sleep in, will be at 12.05 Eastern. I will be up by then, I promise you. White Sox <laughs> at Cleveland's baseball club. The White Sox are 43 and 66. The Cleveland Baseball club is 53 and 56 again, 1205 Eastern on Peacock. You can also switch over to ESPN on what are we on Sunday? 7 10, 7 10 p.m. Eastern Sunday night. Is your body going past your feet there, Brick? It is (laughs) Dodgers at Padres. (laughs) I got a lot going on in my head here, bro. (laughs) Again, that's 7 10 p.m. Eastern time, just like every Sunday. On ESPN. So this weekend, some series to watch. Me, I have the Mariners of the Angels. This is a huge four-game series. Starts tonight. I'm going to be a nervous wreck all weekend uh, because this is massive. So big. Uh, And then the other one I'm going to watch is the Astros with the Yankees because it's August and it's time to start watching the standings or day because that's what I'm going to do. And uh, again, that's going to be another stressful series because I need the Astros to lose, but I don't know if your Yankees are going to be able to hack it, Brig. Not right now. Are you kidding me? I already tell you the answer to that right now. <laughs> Are they? Will they get swept or will they at least take one? Yes. If they can take one, Listen, they're going to get swept? If, if they take one, I will take a pie. How about that? Oh, okay. I still owe you two pies. I'm angry. And I'm going to go see them in two weeks. So I, yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. Anyway, I'll be watching the Nats at the Reds and the D-backs at the Twins. I want to make sure the Reds are what they say they are and have proven they are attempting not to who they, they should are. be the last two days. Holy smokes, man. Yeah, exactly. So I'll be watching them because I want to watch the heat. The D-backs and the Twins, this is fascinating stuff for me. The D-backs are still very, very good. The Twins are very good, but not two varies, just one very good. The D-backs are two varies, very, very good. Um, We both agreed. We both agreed on the oh, Dodgers and the Padres. Oh, thank you. Yeah, because <laughs> like, yeah. you said like, those. I was like, "Yeah, I agree." This is—I started doing this last week, Brig, uh, while you were gone. <laughs> but so we, we are both going to watch the Dodgers and Padres. That's going to be fascinating. Totally. Uh, the Blue Jays at the Red Sox again, another absolutely fascinating series. And the Marlins at the Rangers. I am intrigued by the Marlins. I like the moves that they made at the deadline, and yes. I like what they did to the Phillies yesterday. And the yeah, yesterday um, they 
played, came back, played really tough, and won an extras. So that yeah. team's got some grit. They've got a little bit better pitching now, but man, that yeah. offense just—it's tough. It's tough. It's a good offense. Tell us about your bets, my friend. Okay, my bets. Last week I forgot to make my pick, so I did extras this weekend, but I did go one and zero on that one that I did get in before I got distracted during the day. <laughs> so my current record is twenty-five and twenty-one. So Friday I made two picks. Okay, I'm going to take the okay. Phillies run line over the Royals. You're not getting plus money here. But you're going to get some free money because DraftKings has the best odds at minus 115 mm-hmm. on the run line. So go ahead and take that. That's the best you're going to get. Your other Friday pick is going to be the Cardinals run line over the Rockies. DraftKings has that at plus 120. Go get it because that's a good one. Uh, Saturday, I went with two more picks. I've got the Royals money line over the Phillies. Um, I think they're going to go ahead and take that one. It's the pitching matchup. It's all about the pitching matchup. Um, and, and also go with the Padres plus money over the Dodgers. That very well could be money line. If you can get the money line there, absolutely. And then Sunday, um, the Tigers can play tough. So take the Tigers over the Rays. Uh, oh, sorry. No, don't take the Tigers over the Rays. What I'm saying, this is going to be slugfest. That, I misread what I wrote. So that's why I need to go back through and reread sometimes. Take the Tigers Rays over. Doesn't matter what it is. Oh, take the over. Just take the over. Yeah. yeah, there's gonna be a lot of runs scored in that game. Take the over. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> but I will say this though, I almost took the I almost took the Tigers money line in that game though, because yeah. it's a Sunday afternoon game, and right. weird stuff happens. But take the take the over just to be safe. I think there's gonna be a lot of runs scored in that game. It's in Detroit, right? It's at Comerica. Yes, I think so. All right, I went 0 for 3 last week, and I have lots of alibis that really don't make any difference to you people uh, other than <laughs> as I as I texted them to Brad, I said, this is probably the least amount of effort I've put into picking any bets ever. Well, it's funny because you said that, I, you sh- that you should just take what I do, and I didn't even make any last week. So. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I did. So we we should have gone, both should have gone one for oh, but Brad made me pick my own picks and then I went over three. <laughs> so my current record is an abysmal 21 and 27, <laughs> which is somehow better than my fantasy league record, which is super cool. Anyway, <laughs> if you're still playing along with my picks, <laughs> fade brig. That's what that's what they should be doing, fading you. Fade. Because they're fading yeah. you, they're 27 and 21. Yeah, that's pretty. I don't know what that means, but I I believe in Take you. Take the Brad. opposite. Go okay, the so direction. if you're gonna if you're gonna fade me, since I just learned that term. Take the opposite of what I say, but what I say is the Orioles take the run line over the Mets. DraftKing has it at plus one forty two. Saturday, I want you to do whatever you want with your money, but if you were gonna take what I say to do, it would be the Rays run line over the Tigers. Um. You know, uh, who knows if you'll even get plus money on that. I don't know. But if you can take the run line over the Tigers, do it. Um, and then Sunday, Braves run line over the Cubs. I think that's a super duh. And the pitching, I think it's Charlie Morton pitching that day, starter. So feel yeah. really good about it. Oh, the Cubs need to get new bats because I think they've exhausted all the hits on their current bats. Yeah. Uh, based on the last two days. So they need to snap all those bats, chuck them, <laughs> get new bats. Or they're gonna those get bats no need to go weekend. to where Herman's going, and maybe they can get figure themselves out. 
Well, no, that's it's not that they need to figure themselves out. It's that they they're all used up because it was a hit machine this weekend You're or right. this week. So yeah. anyway, uh, the blackjack, Brad, black flag pick of the week. I think I'm three and two on these. This sure. weekend, I'm gonna say on Friday, tomorrow Friday, parlay Jordan Alvarez homering with the Astros run line. As of Ooh. as of this afternoon, DraftKings had the run line at plus one twenty. They didn't have props for the game yet, but if you parlay those two, you're gonna cash in real good, and it won't take a whole lot of money to do so. So the black flag pick of the week, Jordan Alvarez to homer with the Astros run line. Awesome. Over the Yankees. Yeah, it's probably going to happen. Okay, baseball family, seriously, <laughs> we couldn't do this without you. We're really grateful that you're here with us. Don't forget, like I said, we got you coming out almost every day on YouTube. We got something every Tuesday. You can count on us for the big show. Um, that's the big hour long thing. We've got some really exciting interviews coming up that we will talk about more when they happen. Um, let's see what else. Just, just, we're here, yours in baseball, etc. So thanks for being here. Um, and we'll catch you on the flippy.